G'day and welcome to another episode of Chewing the Bat, where we delve into numerous sporting topics around Australia and the globe, where we're going to be delving pretty hard into the game of tennis. In particular, we're going to be looking at different format changes that we've seen previously and going into the future, and whether or not it's been impactful on the game. My name's Jack, and I'm gladly, once again, joined by a good mate and fellow sporting diehard, Gus. Gus Bus, how are you going? Good, thanks, Jack. Good morning. And, you know, colleague colleague now exactly um and we also want to say good morning to our producer frey um who's helped us once again set up this podcast so thanks, thanks mate and thanks, thanks for joining frey. yeah thanks for joining us morning fellas well done last uh, podcast i'm keen for another good one thanks mate couldn't have done it without you <laughs> thanks mate um so before we get into our sport of the week we want to shout out um to our podcast sponsor kiala organic beef they're a 100 percent certified organic grass-fed beef and lamb straight from their local farm and delivers straight to your doorstep or workplace. Where is their local farm, Jack? Uh, I believe it's in Toowoomba. Um, is I it? D- I don't believe it's, it's in Toowoomba. <laughs> 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 but yeah, if, if, you, if, you're into, if you're a meat eater and want to get some good quality beef and lamb, Kiala Organic Beef is where you need to go. Um, all right. So, guys, last week we started the podcast with Sport of the Week and we're going to continue it going into the future. I want to see me stump you with a TSC Sport. <sighs> I don't know what you've got in store for us today, but I know it's going to be good because it better be good because mine is unbelievable. You're bringing the heat? I'm bringing the heat today. Okay. So last week we had, um, what do we have? Chess boxing. Chess boxing and disc golf. Um, two, once again, tier C category sports. And just for a reminder for our viewers, or listeners, sorry. Listeners, yeah. It cannot be a tier A or B sport. <laughs> okay. Anything in the Olympics does not count. It has to be tier C. Olympics has a few... Small audience sports. You niche. I think they're bringing back break dancing. I think. Tell I me know. that's not true. Uh, I think so, mate. I can't wait for twenty twenty one Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, a T a TSC category sport. Um, mate, what have you got for us? So, I think last week we said eighty percent of people wouldn't have heard of it. Exactly. Ninety five yep. wouldn't have played. Yep. I'm a bit worried about having heard of it. I think you guys might get me there, but I feel really confident that 95% of people haven't played it. That's fine. As long as you tick that box, we're happy. All right, here we go. So, Slam Ball. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. You've seen Slam Ball? One, yeah, you're, you're right. You're bang on. I have seen it. Definitely have not played it. Yeah, I think I think recently there's been a little bit more of an uptick with the trampoline, what are the, like bounce and stuff. Spike Pe- Ball. Not, it's not spike ball. People go into those and they have like basketball hoops and they sort of play around on them. Slam ball was the early 2000s. They had formalized it into a league. It's just basketball. I think it's three or four trampolines around the hoop, but it's a contact sport. So you have hits in the air, like 10 feet in the air, you have hits, it right? It looks crazy if you haven't it's seen it It's definitely before. dangerous. You, you, it definitely dangerous. You've got to see it. But they, uh, from memory, these guys are... You know, four or five meters up in the air sometimes. Yeah, getting up and risking a big fall. But I will just tell you the best feature of it, right? If you foul someone, they don't have a free throw. It's basically a run it straight challenge. The fouled party goes back to like halfway. The fouler starts under the hoop and they have to come forward and meet in the air. And he basically just tries to yam it on it. Oh my, it's just a more hectic version of 
the slam dunk contest in the NBA. Way more hectic. <laughs> I don't think it lasted very long. People oh, must not rate it. I was going to say, I haven't seen it for a while, but um, mate, it's pretty good sport of the week to start off with. Yeah. Um, okay. What have you got? My one. It, it's originated in Japan. Played heavily in Japan. This is okay. probably one of my favourites. I'm excited. I'm be, really excited. It's going to be hard to beat. It's called Baoteoshi, if I've pronounced that right. Essentially, Bao it translates Teoshi. to... I think pulling a man's pole down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know where I'm going with this. So it consists of two teams. <laughs> I know where you're going. Two baby. teams, a defensive and attacking team, and essentially the attacking team has to pull down the defensive team's pole. So there's a pole that sits about that's about four or five meters in the air. The defensive that's- team, which consists of seventy-five people. <laughs> Have to Big team. have to hold the pole up and ring around the pole. Um, the attacking team's goal is to is to pull the pole down to more than a thirty degree angle from the ground, and that's a win. More than thirty degrees. Yeah, once they hit 30, once the pole hits thirty degrees to the ground, the attacking it's team over. wins, and they wow. have two minutes to do so. If the defensive team can hold out, they win. So, do you just play one, or do they rotate back and forth? You know what I mean. They rotate back and forth. If, if there's no winner within two minutes, they go again. Um, Swap sides? Yeah, but yes. But essentially, wow. essentially, it's two teams of 75. So, not something you can do socially on your Sunday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Would you call that the biggest team sport in the world? It's got to be. Because I think the NFL squads are, what, 55 Yeah, you've got the full, full attacking team, full defensive team. But Baute Oshi, 75 players, 150 players to play a game. So and, and you also, Crazy. which I quite like, at the top of the pole, the, de- the <laughs> defensive team have what they call a saru, which is a man on the top holding and defending the pole in terms and Stop distributing it. his weight. Is he perched up there? He's perched up there. Um, oh once again, if you haven't seen videos of of this sport, it's it's manic. You cannot punch. You cannot kick. You cannot eye gouge. <laughs> but everything else goes. <laughs> so just physicality. Physicality. It, it's, it's straight up it's, physicality. It's pretty crazy. Um, but that's that's how that's my sport of the week. I can't wait to see that one. I'm gonna look it up. I definitely say no. Ninety five percent of the population haven't played that. That's one, a so. great pick from you. Um, Could but, be your best yet. <laughs> it is. I think it will <laughs> out be of hard two. To beat. <laughs> we'll try. But all right. Anyway, let's get let's get into some tennis. Um, let's do it. So last week we had had a little bit of an Australian Open recap, which was fantastic. Hot on the heels of the completion, yeah, um, culmination of the tournament, yeah, which is unbelievable to talk about. This time we're going going to delve into different format changes we've seen in the game um, in the past, whether it's changed it positively or negatively, and what we think we're going to see in the future in terms of um, shortening um, the game formation. Yeah. Um, so starting off with ATP thousand Masters. So going back to two thousand eight. Previous to that, we would see best of five set matches for the finals. Um, so just in the finals of the Masters, ju- just not the just in the finals, preceding so rounds, e- exactly. So preceding rounds were always best of three with a third set tiebreak. Um, yeah, the final being played five sets up until two thousand eight. Since then, the ATP or the ITF have changed that to three sets. Um, so ha- have you seen a difference in how the games played with three sets? Has there been different winners? What, what, do, what do you reckon about the change? And do you, do you like it? Off the top? Well, at first when we discussed 
format changes. This didn't actually spring to mind for me. It didn't occur to me. So I guess that indicates that I'm really used to a best of three sets in the Masters tournaments yeah. and everything but the Grand Slams. I guess I love a deep five set. Oh, I love a, I love a thrilling five setter. Who doesn't? Yeah. I guess everyone does. Well, maybe they don't. I guess that's the thing. But personally, I'd love to see five sets, but I understand why they would, would dial it back. Yeah, I, I think as well what, what we've seen um, with the three set changes is a little bit... I know that the big three is still around, but there's been a little They're bit... definitely still around. A little bit more variance in the the amount of winners or the different winners that we've seen. Um, so in the last 10 years, we've seen since the since the rule change or the, the fifth set change, we've seen 68% of the big three or the big three, sorry, winning 68% of their matches at um, ATP Masters, which is pretty, still pretty impressive. Winning winning the tournaments? Winning the tournaments, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, whereas, it's still, it's still whereas you compare that to when bad. they play the five oh set God. of slams, yeah, five set of slams, it's 82.5%. Wow. That stat alone is it's pretty, pretty crazy. Eight of 10? Think about it that way. Eight out of 10 slams so in the last... <laughs> every two and a half years, you get a Stan or a team <laughs> yeah. or an Andy Murray. Or a Chilich. Or a Chilich. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Um, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, I think the biggest change we've seen is is the variance um, in in winners. But yeah, I do like like you said, I do like a thrilling five set match. But a shortened format, I don't know. It could be the way to go. I mean, I guess the question is, why would they go to three sets over f- under five? I guess, but instead of five, why would they make that change? Is that for viewership? Or is that for uh, just reduction of playing time? I think there's, there's a couple. There's a couple things. It's in terms of viewership, it can go both ways. So, getting rid of the five set matches, your true tennis fans, I think, feel a bit shortchanged. Right. They want you know, like like the slams. They want to see tournaments outside the slams that are, that are producing a two or three hour quality epic matches. Quality epic, um, epic match. But and then on the other hand, there's a lot of tennis fans out there that are you know, safe to say getting sick of the big three winning your big tournaments. So this That's very yeah, true. So this best of the best w- of three set format is gonna bring in some different players. Yeah, I mean I'm very happy to get behind a different winner in a few tournaments, but it sort of occurs to me that it's like would you say it's an artificial driving of that variation, you know? D- definitely. Um I I, I like it. I, I like the variance, but I'm but I'm for both. Um because you could you could probably argue that a reduction in, in the amount of winners of the slams tells you that as soon as it goes to five sets, the obvious point is the better or the higher quality player exactly. usually ends up winning yeah. out, and and that's where that's where I like the five setter. You know, you you don't get lucky, so the luckier player doesn't win, and you yeah. see pretty most nine times out of ten, the player that's playing the best, physically better, probably a bit more talented all around the better player will win a five set match. It's actually an interesting point to be made because like if you think about a few different sports, I'm going to name one or two that I'm not super across, so I might have to look at producer Frey here, but I'm pretty sure if you look at other sports say rugby leg, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> rugby leg. Rugby leg or um, ice hockey in the NHL, I think they have a lot more Cinderella runs. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think they have a lot more like eight seed runs to the Stanley Cup, I think it's called. Man, Whereas yeah. you look at the NBA, same with the NFL. Yeah. Because you're looking at just a one game variant, not one game match. Yeah. 
Whereas like you look at a series in the NBA, usually it's just the best team. Because if you have a best of seven series for five, yeah, your better team's going to be four rounds total. Yeah, it's it's it, pretty hard. It to just reduces. Yeah. So do you like we were talking last time about Aslan and his Cinderella run? Do you want to see more Cinderella runs, or is there a time and place for that, like the NCAA tournament? And do you just want to see the true highest quality winner win all the time? I think once. Federer retires. I want to see some more Cinderella runs. <laughs> I'm not done so, yet. You're not done riding the, <laughs> the express. Give him a little kiss on the mural. Rafa, Rafa goes in there too. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do. I do want to see a few more Cinderella runs because it does create good stories. It's exciting. Um, it gets people in. It does, and it, and it also I think converts the on the fence tennis viewer as well. So that's true because yeah. a story is what like a story drives the media coverage as well. Yeah. All of a sudden, everyone's talking about, have you seen Aslan? Well, there wasn't that much of that because no one really cared. But <laughs> <laughs> I, tried to use him cared. As an, I tried to use him as an example. It didn't really We kick. cared. We love Aslan. Yeah, we love... Aslan's number one podcast fan. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, we can get him on next year. I don't know. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Never know. Never know. So, I w- just thinking of that aforementioned variance, it's worth mentioning the women's side of the draw. It is. So if you look at the slams, there's no such thing as a big three. And I know obviously... You there's a big one. Yeah, there's definitely a big <laughs> one. You probably couldn't claim that there's such a dominant set or clear-cut set of three. But do you think that that is partially because it's only best of three sets? I, I think so. And, you know, if obviously if Serena wasn't playing the game, we'd, we'd see more different winners. Um we but already see quite a few. Quite a few. If, if you, you take away back, Serena you know? from from all the Slam win winners in the last ten to twelve years, you know, there's not many that have backed up to two, three slams. No, you, there's not. So, Stoza, Stoza, oh, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Sam Stoza. She did pretty yeah. well. Yeah, party oath. Um, Barty again. So but far, yeah. So far, hopefully a few more. Um, I'm also predicting a few more slams from Barty in the next coming years. Um, <laughs> this year. But yeah, a couple this, more. This yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I reckon Wimby. Wim- oh, that because when she be won fantastic. the French, that was that was talk of like Ash for Wimby, right? She exactly. Was, she was meant to be gearing up for Wimby. No one expected her to win the French. Just kicked at the French. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love someone just kicking at the French. Oh, it's it's it was it was actually really. You just good haven't to see. seen it before. This year, Med is getting out of the first round. I'm predicting it right now. He's getting out of the first round, Jack. That's a big call. That's a big call. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we yeah. So, the, the, then, in the women's game, we I, I definitely think it's the three setters that I- increase the variance of their winners. So as a as a true tennis fan, yeah. which you alluded to before, you do you want to? You could say that. <laughs> and athlete, fan of swimming, part time athlete, <laughs> part time. Anyway, would you like to see the women's draw go to best of five sets? I love it. Let's do it. Why not? Right? Why not? I, I mean, I, if, I think I think they can do it. Like. You know, they're training all year. Even yeah. Though, even though they have Same a pretty, as. yeah, even though they have a pretty small off season, um, the 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 physiotherapy, the strength and conditioning these days, girls are getting stronger. They're hitting bigger. Um, I think they can do it, and I think it'll be you know result in better viewing for for the women's ta- for women's game as well. So, uh, yeah, well, it could. I mean, you know. That's the argument against the three sets. Like sometimes you get left wanting a little bit more. Like I would have loved to seen. Not to just be biased for Ash Barty, but when she That's okay. went we, out, we can be biased for Ash Barty. <laughs> we can, we can. Yeah. When she went out of the AO, I'd love to see the fourth set. 
Like, does she come back kicking? Gee, that's a, see, I would have loved to see it. You know, yeah. like you get left because and you, you get have, more momentum swings as well. Yeah, which, which which as a tennis fan, you, you want to love see that. It. You love it. You yeah. love riding that roller coaster instead of just going. For example, using that match, you shoot up Ash's momentum all over it. It swings. Was it a medical timeout? It swings yeah. instantly. Like it is still, it's a good match. There's a big swing in momentum, but you'd love to see if it went just one more time or if and she closed I, yeah, it out. I, I think if you gave her another set, she could have definitely found a way to, to possibly, swing it around. Possibly. Because to win three sets in a row is a tough gig Yeah, at, this, at that level. So I, I reckon we can do it. And look, come on, Craig Tiley, next year's Australian CT, Open. let's push it for Let's push it now. Let, we'll push it now. Hashtag five <laughs> sets for women's. That's pretty catchy off the dome. <laughs> I don't That's mind not it. bad from you. Um, yeah, I'd like to see it. Um, anyway, let's let, let's move on. So sticking to our format changes, we've also seen the introduction of Fast 4 Tennis. Now, for those who aren't familiar with the format, um, it was first introduced professionally at the Hopman Cup back in 2009, I believe. And essentially what it is, instead of a first to six... Hopman, that's a throwback. Yeah, it is a throwback. Rest in peace. <laughs> but, um, Classic Australian tennis. Yeah, but... Always <laughs> Brizzy International. Yeah, we're bringing out. it back. We're keeping it local as always. Um, but essentially fast four tennis. Instead of your conventional first to six game set, it's fast. To, it's first to four. Short juice. Yeah. Um, we play on lets. I love that. And Don't they do that in college tennis? They do that a little bit in college tennis as well, I believe. Um, in the US? So it, it has been around, all these different formations. And I don't mind that. I don't mind the play on the let. I don't mind. I mean, it's it's a bit cheeky. It is cheeky, but you know, you're playing on... It's a bit of fun, let's right? within the rally, so why not just do it on the serve? And how Very often true. really does it does it does a let occur that lands often. in? So. Not that often. A lot of the time, like at least with the electronic system these days, I feel like there's a few more that are just like a slight tick and not impacting the the flight of the ball that much exactly you're not getting a big chunky let all the time yeah i, I like it and I, I do like the fast four concept you know it's shorter matches but it it's more it's entertaining fun. and i guess they're going trying to compete towards the you know within the cricket and the big bash league where they're trying to create a bit more of an entertainment factor for the kids. fans that are sitting on the fence kids yeah um but i don't but, know i don't know if we're going to see it remain in a competitive environment we haven't yeah. seen it in the last year or so especially within australia um we do I mean, yeah we, we do see a little bit on the on the junior tour and the junior, junior oh, circuit yeah, around australia. Right. Yeah, was, whether that's just to keep the parents uh <laughs> less time at the tennis engaged yeah. <laughs> um but i don't know do, do you think we're going to see fast four formats and shortened well, formats remain in a competitive environment that's re- the question i don't re- i don't recall it being that competitive maybe i just didn't pay that much attention to it I don't recall it being that competitive at the time. It was very exhibition-like. Yeah, yeah. exhibitionist. Yeah, which, <laughs> no, you know, for the viewer. <laughs> <laughs> for the viewer, that's definitely not it. Uh, no, but, um, uh, yeah. Basically, uh, like, hit and giggle, which is fine. I'll tune into it. Yeah. How engaged you'll be, you'll be I don't know. Personally, I'd like to see, if it was me, I would want to see a little bit more competition yes. factor yeah. in the format. Like, it's the same. Like, we, you just mentioned the Big Bash. The Big Bash, or well, sometimes the games aren't. That's competitive. Generally, it's the most it's super competitive. That's competitive. And it's also leading into more, you know, intense and money-driven versions of the sport in, in the IPL. In True. India. So, players have got to perform in the Big Bash to get where the big money is in the IPL. Yes. So there's an it's an audition. Yeah, at the moment, in the in the fast four formats, which they try to push, there's, there's no incentive. So, I guess that's one of the reasons why we, we saw it 
die a little. Um, yeah, competitively. Well, it's it's different because 2020 cricket, it kicked off basically as an exhibition in what 2005. Yeah, I think it was maybe the first one Australia New Zealand, and it was like they they wore like retro kits. It was definitely just like it was eye opening. Hidden kits. Yeah, it was. Like, it was eye opening. As a grom, it really you know. Oh, it fired <laughs> me up. That's for sure. But it's the shortening of the cricket format almost raises the intensity because of the scoring system. Yeah. Does can tennis be shortened and remain, or get more intense and competitive in the same way? I think so. We've we've seen it um, on the world circuit briefly at the next gen ATP final. So that's going. That's pretty much your, I believe, teenagers producer Frey. Yeah. Yeah. So your top eight teens in the world, they introduced this fast four format with them in a best of five set environment. And that was competitive. That's it's a was pretty it? yeah, it's a pretty prestigious Not tournament. That one. Um, and it was pretty much trying to decide the best teenage tennis player in the world. So the fast four tournament there was a success. I haven't seen it on the big stage anywhere since. Um, Are you telling us they took out the no let? That's the worst. That's just the- in uh, 2018 they decided to remove that rule. Oh, you've got to have the play We on just lets. talked about the play on lets. That just adds another dynamic to it. That's what you want to see. Um, oh, match point. Great little note, let. producer Frey. Thanks for that. <laughs> Anytime. But oh, I don't... Un- unless we see an added added incentive for the players to come out and compete in this fast well, yeah, they need I don't to think see, we're going to see it much more in the future. They need to know if I come out and go hard, there's benefit for me. Yeah, whether that's a financial benefit... You're getting better plays It'd along. It probably have to be financial to start with because until someone takes it serious, like there has to be the first person to take something seriously yep. for then the kudos or the like competition value to arrive, if you know what I mean. Exactly. Like yeah. people want to win the big bash because it's sort of pre- not prestigious, but it's like, it's a big, it's a big deal just for competitive pride. Yeah. Someone has to take it seriously for that to happen first. That Yeah, that's true. And Tennis Australia did try with it. It just didn't, just didn't get the backing that we thought we wanted. Whether whether they timed it wrong, um, I I think that they should have more of a competitive fast four format alongside the AO. Whether right. that's whether that's for your qualies that have lost, you know, in earlier rounds. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, and having 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 a side event at at the AO at Melbourne Park, which could be ATP ranked. You know, Tennis Australia could fund it, and you can get quality plays in there. And I think that's. That's how you start. That might be like, for example, the qualities like that might be a good player pool to draw from to for people to take it seriously. Exactly, you're playing. Everyone's playing quality players. Um, you you're within a qual- uh, competitive environment already, and um, they're not at a level where they're going to look at it and go, "Why would I bother?" Yeah, exactly. They're just going to play tennis. Yeah, get amongst it. But I'm sort of interested in the thought. Like, we're talking about cricket, so we'll stay there. And I I guess with other sports, but we'll get to them later yep. it changes the mentality of the players and it, you sort of specialize in it i don't know if that's would be the case with fast four tennis like tell me you do you think there would be a change in how you played the game oh a little bit a little um, bit I, I do like the fast four format myself because um <laughs> suits yeah <laughs> suits <It's> teeing off <laughs> Suits my game. Don't have to... Not too, not too much court cardio. Yeah, usually at the back end of a third set, like the left quad <laughs> starts cramping. So <laughs> you Eliminate the crampage. Exactly. Rafa um, might love it. It's it's big... Yeah, the big oh, dog. Rafa will dominate in it. It's, it's big game <laughs> tennis. You've got to take risks. Um, you know, having short juice. You've got to 
it also puts a bit more pressure if you're 40 love 40 15 up on serve you have to close it out you don't want to get to that juice no because that's just like a mat you know yeah so two juice i don't know it's a recipe for success if they get it right you know if they get it right and you get the players in there it's going to create it sounds like it could tennis. be intense right yeah exactly um so moving on from that again we we've also seen different format changes within um Within the, within the slams. That's in, true. In particular, the five sets. Now... It's well worth noting. Wimbledon, in particular, going back a few years now, but one of the most ridiculous matches the tennis world has seen. Nicholas <laughs> Mahout, John Isner. So... Is 11 and the, a half hours, I think it was. Over two and a half yeah, days. Yeah, went over. <laughs> they had to call it. Because they don't do lights at Wimby, do they? No, so... Come, they just call it. They call it. Yeah, so no light. So that's why it stretched over two to three days. <laughs> give, um, give me a hypothetical. If that was at the AO and it was a night match when it started, do you think they would have played till daylight? They would have kept or going. Because AO does go until the match finishes. Uh, yeah, I, I know I've, we have a different rule now, but hypothetically, if we were just playing fifth set, we've definitely seen, win by yeah, two. We've definitely seen a lot of matches that have stretched into the early hours in the morning. So I imagine they just keep, <laughs> they keep it going. Oh, they would have finished at about 7 a.m. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Um, eventually, John Isner prevailing at a you know I think it was about seventy two seventy. That sounds right to in, me in the fifth set. That sounds um, right, which is absolutely ridiculous. And imagine the, the cramps. Oh, just to go back to cramps, it's on my mind a bit. Jeez, I don't think I could do it. Not but, for you, no. <laughs> five, five sets already. It's pretty much two five setters back to back, without break. Yeah, I don't want to do another quick math moment, but I think it could be more. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think it could be more just based on... Definitely not a maths podcast. <laughs> no. um, so, and ever since then, we've seen Wimbledon change its format, whether they didn't like the 11-hour epic, um, but they've changed it to a, a tiebreaker, a super tiebreaker, 12-all in, in the fifth. And we, we, we saw it recently, Fed, Federer versus Djokovic. Yes. This is a heartbreaking one for the for me and the Federer community. For those on board um, the Fed Express. <laughs> a couple of match points up his sleeve. Um, God, this hurts to say. But Djokovic ended up winning in um, a super tiebreaker, 12-all in the fifth set. So that was the first time we've seen that in action with that format change. So that was... For those just listening, a single tear just leaked out of his left eye. <laughs> and now gushing. Drop, just... <laughs> I might leave the studio for a minute while I just regather myself. Um, so no, that that was that was, you know, quite good to see that that rule change actually come into play. Um, not not too long after, um, the the epic with Isner and Mahout. Um, I mean, it's it does make for an intense moment like that. I guess their thinking was originally just like it disrupts the flow of the tournament too much, right? Like it's going to mess it, up yeah. the, the winner. It's like remember when Nishikori went to the final of the US. And he went five setter, five setter, got to the final, was just wrecked. He was, he was done. Yeah. That's how we've, our good mate that we just mentioned before, Tillich, got <laughs> essentially got an easy win. Got a pretty easy yeah. win. I mean, you still got to go out there and do it. You got to take you it gotta, away from him. No, he still played pretty big tennis. But, yeah, um, definitely. It definitely helps that. But, you know, that's the sort of thing. I guess they're like, it just it messes up the schedule following on. I, think, that's, I think that was the big thing. I, I think that they, they had to change it to try and keep the scheduling whether it affects the fans and their ticketing allocations or whatnot going into true going into another day potentially um but anyway i i love it if they can if they can last five six hours and hold keep holding the serve let him go let him go to be fair <laughs> bit I, of a cheat code though I for did, john isner on the grass yeah <laughs> i didn't watch all of that but 
at the time my impression was producer Frey looks like he watched all of it. Big nod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he was up. He was up late with his hot chockey. <laughs> oh, how good is a late night Wimby hot chock? Oh. <laughs> Early morning for us too. Yeah. Actually, this is so. next level. I think we did that. <laughs> this is this is big, but I think it was mid twenty nineteen. We went out on the weekend. Sorry, Milo, not hot chocolate. Yeah, hot Milo. Hot Milo. We went out for a, just a dinner. Nothing crazy. Little kebab in the city, if you will. Little two a.m. That's just. It's a bit like Barcelona. You go out that late. <laughs> just two a.m. That's standard back. procedure. Got yeah. got back with Jakey. Don't know where producer Frey was. Didn't see him. Anyway, turned Wimby on and Schwartzman was down like two sets to one or something. Yeah. Call up, live bet. <laughs> Schwartzman in five. And he, he hustled. He came back. <laughs> Sat down with a hot Milo, everyone. At 3 a.m. in the morning. And we just got into it. Yeah, so, you know, that's the benefit of keeping your... Your five setters with advantage win by two games in the fifth. I like it. Um, we've also seen some changes as well in the other slams. Um, Australian Open, US, and French. I believe now they they have shortened versions in the fifth set, so they um, it's a tiebreak. It's a super tiebreak at six all in the fifth now. So yeah, and and we did see it a few times. I, I don't mind it, but it's also it can it can also go either way. You can get lucky in a tiebreak. You can get a Easy momentum getting up two or three points. Um, changing it to 10 points does help a little bit. Yeah, big super. Yeah, but, you know, having two serves each, it, it does it does increase the luck element. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I mean, I'm such a fiend for... For me, the, the best part of tennis is that it's like the tightest sport, if you know what I mean. It's the most <laughs> come <on>. nervous... <laughs> come on. It's the most nervous sport, is what I mean to say. Yeah, I would agree and with that. The, and nerves for any sport build over a long run-up of the event. So the more it goes, and the more you see them, they just want it so bad. Like, remember Andy Roddick? Andy Roddick fed? Was we that lo- like 15, 13 or something? Yeah, I love that matchup. And you can just see the tension building, and there's no predefined end. So as the viewer, you're watching like, this could go forever. You're on the edge of your seat. When this could end at any time, as opposed to we go into a super tie, we know we're expecting first to ten, yeah, and we just wait for whoever gets the mini break and away we go. Yeah, not to talk badly on the super ten tie break, but definitely having that on the edge of your seat moment in uh, advantage fifth set with games, you know that that is something to watch, um, and it really highlights to the better server, yeah, <laughs> and the re- obviously the returner. That's true, I suppose. Um, the better server, I think, will will usually, you know, triumph in that situation, unless you're playing Jocko. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> what a freak, eh? What a freak. Um, so that's that's pretty much it. So, in all, I think that um, shortened formats of the game, would you agree, have has been beneficial? Yes. Or will be beneficial in the future. I mean, it's not. So we're, talk- we're talking. Could, I think we're it talking, could be. Yeah, I would land on everything. it could be. So your fast fours, your shortening um, that we've seen in in masters and potential, you know, shortening even more in slams. Well, that would be off the chain. Yeah, I don't know though. We we got to keep the slams five sets, surely. Surely, we're like those old Test cricket fans. <laughs> yeah. I'm like in Chapel right now. I don't want to live in a world. That's too big these days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to live in the world where I. Don't get to see a five-set thriller. 
It's not for, it's not for me. <laughs> it's not for me. You're out. He's I'm ready out. to call it. I need to see a January five-step thriller at the Australian Open to start off my year. So Bloody oath. We've got to keep it. But if we can integrate fast forward in the game, time it well. I think a tournament, like a round-robin format yeah. tournament, that, ha- that could have value. You know, push CT to put some financial backing behind it, maybe a little bit more, and then get we some... keep talking to CT. I'm just waiting for the reply. Yeah, Maybe pretty, after this one drops. He's pretty terrible on his emails, isn't he, old Craig Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> I don't know if chewing the bat drew his attention, but um, yeah, anyway, I hope. And then we also hope to see, obviously, some uh, Grand Slam extensions within the women's format. Definitely. So best of I'm all for that. I'm all for it too. I don't, I it should be. It totally should be. No I'd, reason not. No, I'd, I'd, love, I'd love to see it. Um, now, they, they have been struggling, though, so I hope they, they can get this fast four going. Um, but we've seen pretty successful competitive um, f- format changes in other sports. Yeah. One we've mentioned earlier is in the Big Bash League. So Short-form cricket. Short-form cricket. And, you know, I've, I mean, I've, I've only been a cricket supporter for the last you know few few years. I've jumped on the bandwagon pretty Casual. <laughs> yeah, casual. <laughs> but band. I was initially engaged by the BBL. So I'm sure that there's... There you go. Yeah, I was, I'm sure that there's thousands of other people in my situation, and if they can do that with tennis in a fast four format, yeah, you well, gotta, you're gonna have the same support behind it. As a new fan, I'll blow your mind right now. <laughs> Might not blow your mind. It's probably a bit, bit too big of a tee up. The shortened form of the game of cricket originally, like one day cricket, didn't exist until the '70s or something. Yeah, and it was just Test cricket, and Test cricket was going all right. And then you know how that there was the big split. Um, Packers driving Channel Nine. Yep. So it started out based on that. I think they wanted something to drive viewership to their channel. Gotcha. And so they just created a new format. So it and then they rolled with that for forty years or whatever it was. And then they've added another shorter format. And even now they're already talking about like there's the occasional Big Ten, Big Ten, or whatever it's called, Fast Ten. We've have we seen it before in like an titulated ten, a big exhibition style format? Surely. I think so. And the in England, they're they might even be playing. Oh, maybe they previously played it in the past year. They fired up the one hundred or the hundred. Yeah, hundred balls. Just shorten it in by. Lovely for twenty a little, balls. Little cheeky Sunday afternoon. Hundred <laughs> balls. Yeah. yeah. So they're obviously not afraid of it in that sport. And I mean, if you're saying it got you in. It well and truly got me in. It you works. Know, Test it, case. You're not that. It does help that. I nearly Chris said you're not that young. I didn't mean, <laughs> don't mean to hate on you. <laughs> it does help though when you're watching Chris Lynn, Lynn Sanity, absolutely fire it up, fire it up, and send balls out of stadiums. Like that's that's How good to watch. That's probably all time moment. Even as into a, the stands and a wink. Or was it onto the roof and a <laughs> it wink? It was onto the roof. The big dog just gives a little wink. wink. Oh, my oh, word. Even as a non-cricket supporter, you love that. That fires you <laughs> that up. That's fires. swag. Oh, God. That's just good oh, to right. see. And, you know, we don't get... We don't have that element in tennis, but... you know, Not quite. Not quite. It, I think it'll happen. I hope it does because we, we need to engage viewers and entertain the, those viewers that are I on guess the they're both traditionally, looking back, long term 100 years or whatever they're both traditionally considered like a gentleman's sport you would probably say yeah and cricket was probably less afraid of changing that up like remember the initial reaction to Kyrgios oh yeah and he's not even like he's just a bit of a showman he likes getting involved with the crowd and for a few years he was just consistently panned for it the media did love that 
They didn't mind getting into him. No. Yeah. And now they've flipped. Yeah, happy the king. They call <laughs> him. <laughs> Shout out to the they king. They shunned him for about two years, and now they've flipped and pretty much are bowing down to his feet. So. <laughs> um, but anyway, we've yeah we've seen successful changes in the BBL, even in the rugby. So we've got the rugby league nines, which. I believe is still somewhat competitive. It's um, competitive. It's competitive. It's a bit more of an exhibition, I guess. Yeah, and and the rugby sevens as well. So, you know, we've seen that format within the, the Olympics or the com, the Com Games. Um, but and rugby tens, I think they play as well. They did like a weekend tournament. At, rugby tens, Suncorp, sorry, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rugby tens. So they had two formats. They do sevens. They play at the Olympics, but they had the tens. Nines. They got too many numbers going on. Nines there. is rug, rugby league. Okay, <laughs> rugby league. Oh, the Rugby 10s, of course. Yeah, um, They had so like a weekend tournament or something. Whether that was successful or not, I don't know. Um, it's probably just a, it's a very different market, isn't it? Like they do the round-robin format for sevens um, over a weekend, I think, usually. And it's probably a bit less, It's a, you know, it's similar. Like each match probably counts for a bit less of a moment, but it's just a fun sort of weekend. Probably good to take the kids to. It is a fun weekend. And plus you start to see all your your speedsters in the game true um you know you don't particularly see the big sammy friday get out into it. Well, actually we have i think we have seen him in a in a nines format <laughs> i can't, can't, I can't exactly remember, recall. But i think i've pictured i actually it. think prime sammy friday is prime built sammy for the nines oh yeah i'm, I'm willing to call it. remember he used to play 80 minutes he had that couple seasons he was an 80 minute player yeah loves a big dummy yeah probably has a chip and chase in his locker oh wait that reminds me have you seen I don't, have you seen the video of Big Dave Taylor in an exhibition match the it's, other week? It's top three videos of the year for me <laughs> so far. <laughs> so for those of you who aren't familiar with Big Dave Taylor, he's a rugby league player. The Coltrane. Play, the Coltrane, they call him, because he was just a beast. He was, at the time, beast shredded. mode. Thick boy. Just a thick build. And someone's released video footage of him post-career playing an exhibition match with a few oldies. And he's probably doubled in size. Yeah, well, he's only thirty-two. You know that. <laughs> this is a he's eight years younger than Fedsy. <laughs> younger than Jocko. <laughs> Jesus, unbelievable. But in the video, someone goes, "Have a scoot, Dave," from the <laughs> sideline, and he just drops it on the toe. Oh, little chip and chase. You love to see a chip oh, and chase from that, a big man. That reminds because Sammy Thayde had the like that segment on the footy show or wherever it was, and it was getting big fellas in for like a skills comp. <laughs> I just remember Georgie Rose just killed it. Oh, I was about to say, the big man, usually not too skillful, but big Georgie Rose. <laughs> Silky smooth. Very soft touch. Um, which Soft touch. Uh, which mate, leads me to, we haven't written this one down. I've got a bit of a surprise question for you, but mm. I want to know, out of your tennis players, what tennis players would you use to fill a rugby league team? Oh, my word. One through 13? No, I just want you, maybe give me your top three. Top three. Um, Joe Wilfred yeah, is obviously there. <laughs> Joe Wilfred. Because he's super mobile, but he does have... Like, rugby league players, a lot of the thickness... Say that directly into the mic. A lot of the thickness is in the chest, right? You don't necessarily... They have big arms and that, but it's a lot of just... Chest and legs. Yeah, you just need to be strong to absorb that contact. Exactly. So, Big, big Joe, big Joe's, he's got he's that. strong up he's top. bloody mobile too. Have you seen him bench press? <laughs> Go onto his Instagram. There's a couple of videos of him benching, mate, and it's it's impressive. It's very impressive for a tennis player. So he springs to mind. Um, just thinking of like raw athletes, I'd probably put Monfils on the wing 
Just for pure speed. Well, you've seen him speed and you've seen him jump. Oh, he's got some height. But he's definitely, like, his body fat is so low. He's definitely super strong. He's strong. He's wiry strong, but he could probably, I, I reckon you could, with a, if you put five kilos on him, put him on the wing, then it's perfect. Yeah, what, I think Winger he's on, of the year. Yeah, I think he's genuinely on there. <laughs> but then it gets a little bit difficult. We need one more. So we've got Joe Wolford and Monfils, who are potentially going to a rugby league team. Raf is a beast. Raf is strong these days. Very strong. He's strong in the legs. He's pretty. He's I know pretty he used to play top. soccer, so he definitely has that sort of running cardio sport. Change in him. Change of direction. I'm sure he can kick quick the ball feet. too. Yeah, quick definitely feet. has quick feet. I wouldn't mind that. He's competitive. That's a big thing. Like you can be average in rugby league if you just rip in. If the boys just rip in every week. You need a strong competitive nature, and Rafa does not like that at all. So. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't <laughs> say he lacks it. I'm put. I'm. I'm putting it in. I like that. So we got Joe Wilfred, we got Rafa, Gale on the wing, and we got Gale on the wing. Where are you playing, Joe Wilfred? Do you reckon? Gee, I don't know if I'd put him. Put him up front. Maybe might it, be a bit much. Center. Maybe center. Yeah. GI Molt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got speed. He's got the strength. I reckon he'd be a perfect center, just inside a Gale. So. That. That's a combo. And then maybe <laughs> the, fr- the French wing. Maybe <laughs> Rafa. Like a really old school halfback. Oh yeah, he'd be crafty. Like Tommy Rodonicus style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like taking hit ups occasionally. <laughs> Probably um, I don't know. Less less aggressive and less rough, but <laughs> <laughs> He loves the biff, I reckon. He loves the biff. I don't know if Rafa could get into the biff on a on a rugby league field, but um Challenge. Ch- <laughs> Oh, but that that that's pretty much it. So the We've rugby got another league. one. We've got another <laughs> aside from rugby leg. Yeah, what else? Producer Frey, netball, netball, fast five. Can you give us like ten seconds? Because I'm not really across it. Do you yeah. have ten seconds of netball? Ten seconds of netball. Yeah. What have they What have they done to to change the game in so there's in netball? There's six teams. That was a that was a quick note down because um, I remember reading a lot of controversy about it at the start, but it's actually taken off. Really. Taken off quite a lot. Um, Gee, there's some athletes though. I've seen. It. I've watched a little bit of oh, netball. Mate, I was watching. I can't remember if she played for WA. Maybe it was like she was so dominant. I was watching the game. She was like Shaq. She literally was just getting fed inside. Just not. They don't post up. But dunking. Oh no, you can't dunk yeah. in netball. <laughs> <laughs> dunking. I was. I was picturing oh, she, um. She Liz Cambridge sticking. Cambage. <laughs> <laughs> Cambage. Sticking the big left hand up and just entry pass perfect technique spinning like obviously then they're out of the picture and she was very tall and i think she was scoring like 80 percent of the time she got the ball i reckon maybe 90 it was unbelievable and yeah very athletic too just moving up and down up and down the um the court stopping is the big thing right yeah stopping moving pretty similar movement patterns to tennis i guess as well so um somewhat yeah but yeah anyway we've we've seen Shortened formats in in netball as well. I guess what what did they call it? The fast five. The fast five. The fast five. And the whole the whole. Game I, I like it already. Fast five. It's, it, it's catchy. Fast <laughs> four. Fast five. <laughs> oh, but um, the whole game's said and done. Thirty minutes. Six minute quarters. One see, minute intervals. That is fast. See, as as a new viewer of the sport, where does five come from? It's fast six, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw a curveball and say. Five aside. 
Um, but I, I, I'm going to confirm. That's a lot of space in the netball court. We're going to have court? to do a bit of research on that field, and come right? back to that next week as well. Because I'm little update engaged. on Fast Five. Yeah, absolutely. They've got, there you go. It's working in real time, a shortened format, <laughs> getting new viewers in. Because that's how you engage it. If if I think that I'm going to be you know engaged pretty hard with the, a faster format of this sport. So, And that relates to pretty much every other sport that I don't watch. If you can create a more entertaining version of it, not netball. Netball's entertaining, but a more entertaining version of your general <laughs> sports. <laughs> just so to classic. clarify, um, I'm I'm in. Okay, I, I want to see yeah entertainment, fireworks, sixes getting hit out of the st- stadium. Um, but F- yeah, it, a lot it, of the time, new pl- like young players get in is where you see, and I love that as a sports fan. What just the kids getting amongst it? No, 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 no. You see like debuts happening. Yes, like last. This past season in the BBL, Ollie Davis, Davies, yep, yep. came out for a quick fire like 50 and he just debuted in the Shield the other week and hit a 50 as well. Yeah, I think... I, I, didn't, I didn't see him play. A couple um, of years ago, Philippi arrived through that yep, method. Yeah, I did see that. You think of the Nines, Ponga, showcased early there. It's a great pathway for your up-and-comers. And you just... And as a fan, you see them. Ponga was a big one. Oh, man, I loved... Ponga was a we, Well, we've been one. across the, the Pong the since train, the... Yeah. First 15 churchy highlights, <laughs> I reckon. Just waiting. Oh, God, I remember seeing he's going to play for the Cows at the Nines, and I was like, yes, we are on here. I don't mind him in the Newcastle jersey, though. I'm happy for, I'm happy with it. We're happy for him. I'm happy for him. Yeah. I but, love, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go to the Pong another day. <laughs> That's another full podcast, that is. Kalen Ponger. <laughs> we could probably go 60 minutes on that one. But yeah. It, you it's like a, him because he's a bit of a smoke show. He's another smoke show. But we won't get into that. Um... But yeah, it's a, it's a great... The shortened vo- formats of sports are a great pathway for your young up-and-comers. Um, creates a more entertaining value, entertainment value for, you, for, your, for your viewers. And all in all, I, I like it. So linking it back to tennis, I think it's safe to say that we'd like to see a more competitive version of the shortened formats more so. Um, and hopefully we can, we can get it done. Um, hopefully. Hopefully that'd be that'd be great to see. Um, but but anyway, we that's pretty much it. So in all, um, the shortened formats, good thing of the game. We don't want to, however, take the five setters away from the slams. We want to increase women's sets to five. And um, that's pretty much it. Is there anything else you wanna you wanna add, mate? Actually, there is. I just remembered. We teased it last time. Yes. Top three rocks. Top three rocks. <laughs> Here we go, baby. <laughs> so, uh, top three rocks. Personally, I've got a clear favorite. Okay, I would say clear favorite rock. Go sandstone. If that's a, oh. that, are we happy to count that as a rock? I would count it. Type of rock, I guess. Looks lovely. Looks like so much variation. How good's a nice sandstone building? Gorgeous. Pretty sandstone. Much walk, yeah, walk through UQ. And sandstone sand, unis. Sandstone everywhere. Think, I'm pretty sure it's a variation of sandstone. In like Halong Bay or in Thailand, are they not sandstone little islands? I yes. Am I misremembering? <laughs> For all the looks like geologists out there, feel free to get involved. <laughs> got sandstone. I don't have one, but on the top of my head, s- sapphire. Is sapphire a rock? It's it's got to be a rock. It's, it's a gem. It's <laughs> What's the difference? I don't know if there is to be there. I'm gonna pull. We need Pull one that more. up, producer Frey. <laughs> Searching need... up. So we got sandstone. We got sapphire, which is probably not going to be in. I like a smooth river 
pebble. A pebble. <laughs> Can Good confirm st- sapphire is a precious gemstone. A gemstone. Gemstone. Oh, gemstone. It's stone, not just gem. Stone, gem rock. Stone. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> so, I just like a whatever kind it is, a nice smooth oval river pebble. You do love a little pebble skim. Love. It. <laughs> do you know that about me? I haven't seen it, but I'll just take take a punt and say you do. <laughs> I love a pebble skin. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. That's our top three rocks. Um, I hope you enjoyed that, hope, everyone. I hope you enjoyed. Once again, um, thank you for joining us on another episode of Chewing the Bat. Um, thanks, Mandy Frey, for putting us together this podcast. Um, Most it's definitely. All, always our pleasure dealing with you. And thanks, Gus, again for joining me. Thank and you, Jack. Talking some more rubbish about sport. And a big thank you to our sponsor. Our sponsor, Kiala Organics Beef. Kiala Organics Beef. Our first sponsor for Chew the Bat. So, yeah, thanks so much to them. And we'll see you next week. See you, boys. See you later. See ya.